message is brought to you by Marker Cabono, President, National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. Greetings, fellow Federationists. Today is Wednesday, October 4, 2017, and this is presidential release number 465. Welcome to Meet the Blind Month, our annual Time to focus on public education awareness, getting out in the community to tell the story of the National Federation of the Blind and the work of blind people to live the lives we want. Of course, this is not the only month that we undertake those activities, but this is a month where we give particular focus to our outreach efforts and getting people to meet us so they can have the authentic experience of knowing blindness from blind people themselves. One reason we chose October as Meet the Blind Month back now more than 15 years ago is because October 15th is White Cane Day. And you may recall that White Cane Day came about because of the work of the National Federation of the Blind in the early part of the 1960s to get a day established where we could focus people's attention on the importance of independence for blind people as symbolized through the long white cane. And of course, at that time, this was very closely tied with our efforts to establish white cane laws in all of the states. White Cane Day is often referred to as White Cane Safety Day, and we figure that it really for us is about awareness, as certainly more so than safety. So, we are now trying to kind of rebrand White Cane Day as White Cane Awareness Day since it really fits with what we try to do in terms of activities in 2017. We've put some resources on our website. We've revamped the resources regarding White Cane Day. We've revised the model proclamation for White Cane Day to emphasize the White Cane Awareness Day and the work that we are undertaking. I call your attention to those things, and many of you will have come across those resources when you hear this presidential release. We are also this year for the first time initiating something that I think will grow for us going forward, that we want October 15th to be our White Cane Giving Day, that we want to encourage members of the general public to make contributions to the National Federation of the Blind on October 15th to support the work that we do, not just our free white cane program, although that's certainly a good thing to promote on a white cane awareness day, but all of the work of the National Federation of the Blind. We want this to be our primary kickoff to the end of the year giving season. In the past five years, we've been participating in Giving Tuesday, which happens after Thanksgiving, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. But of course, everybody is now participating in Giving Tuesday. So we thought we would own the White Cane Giving Day space, make it our own, and have it be 
a real opening to the end of the year giving so that people think of the National Federation of the Blind in their end of the year giving. We are promoting online donations. Of course, we'll take donations in any way, but online donations to nfb.org slash donate 2017. I encourage you to promote White Cane Giving Day and donations to the National Federation of the Blind. But if you don't do that on October 15th, don't hesitate to continue to promote nfb.org slash donate 2017 through the end of the year. It is the most significant time of contributions to the National Federation of the Blind, the end of the year, so we should continue to promote that. And certainly we should be promoting our Meet the Blind Month and White Cane Day activities in social media using our hashtags NTBM17, White Cane Awareness Day, and White Cane Giving, depending on the situation and what's appropriate. I had the opportunity to kick off Meet the Blind Month on Sunday in Dallas, Texas, at the Dallas Cowboys game. We were part of an event with the IRA Corporation that was promoting Meet the Blind Month and opportunities for blind people to be out in the community to create awareness with celebrities, and we spent some time with Emmett Smith, who provided some description of the football game, and we had an opportunity to speak with many people from AT&T and other organizations about the work of the National Federation of the Blind. Everett Bacon, our president in Utah and member of the board of directors, participated in that event with me. So we've had a great kickoff to Meet the Blind Month, and I've seen social media posts from a number of chapters and members about great activities already happening. I look forward to the reports of our Meet the Blind Month activities in the way that we are teaching the philosophy of the National Federation of the Blind and raising expectations in local communities. Recently, our National Association of Guide Dog Users has released a new version of the mobile app offered by Nagdu. So you can search the app stores for Nagdu and you can find a very robust app that has information about the various uh, laws in states regarding the use of guide dogs in public places, a number of other resources offered by the National Federation of the Blind. And you can also now, through the Nagdu app, fill out, connect to and fill out the ride-sharing form that we have to gather information about discrimination within the Uber and Lyft services. Also, I'm pleased to let you know that later this month, we will have a new version of the NFB Connect app coming out. We have rebuilt the app from the ground up. It's going to give us a lot more functionality going forward and allow us to make a lot of the improvements and things that we'll want to do with our own National Federation of the Blind mobile app. So look for that in the App Store. You will certainly hear announcements about that later this month. 
we can expect it in the App Store. And please continue to give feedback on how that mobile application can be helpful in our efforts to build the National Federation of the Blind and connect blind people to our organization. I briefly mentioned Uber and Lyft, and we are continuing to gather data through our ride-sharing form online. When you have an Uber or Lyft trip, particularly with a guide dog or someone with a guide dog, please continue to fill that form out regarding good or bad experiences. We're going to be monitoring these companies, and we've collected a lot of helpful data that is allowing us to continue to guide those organizations as they work to eliminate discrimination in their services. They still have a ways to go, and we need to keep on it. Also, thank you to each and every one of you that is participating in our Cardtronics monitoring project that we have going on through the end of October. We are aggressively monitoring Cardtronics ATMs to make sure that they've fulfilled the commitments that we have worked with them on, and we have an intensive period of monitoring. We have 600 or so ATMs that we're testing all across the country. And congratulations to the National Federation of the Blind of Alaska on being the first of our affiliates to complete all their Cardtronics testing. Uh, congratulations, Alaska, and thank you for your work. And I'd encourage everybody else to continue with the testing efforts this month. It is really an important activity we're undertaking to really make sure that over 100,000 ATMs across the country and a growing fleet is fully accessible to blind people. Since the last release, I've had the opportunity to travel a number of places. One of them was to Detroit, Michigan on September 12th, where I represented the National Federation of the Blind along with the Secretary of Transportation in an event announcing the Department of Transportation's most recent guidance on autonomous vehicles. And it's very significant that only the National Federation of the Blind was invited to be there with the U.S. Secretary of Transportation to talk about autonomous vehicle technologies and the impact they will have for people with disabilities, especially if they're built to be accessible from the beginning. We are providing significant leadership in this emerging space. It goes back many years now, certainly ties into the expertise and work that we've done in our Blind Driver Challenge and connections we've made throughout the transportation industry over the last 10 years. We continue to do a lot of monitoring in Congress of conversations that are happening regarding autonomous vehicles. In fact, this morning, there's going to be a markup on Senate Bill S-1885. This is a bill in the United States Senate known as the AV START Act. You know, it's very hip to have acronyms, and so the START Act stands for American vision for safer transportation through advancement of revolutionary technologies. The AV 
Smart Act is making its way through the United States Senate. And this is significant for many reasons, but especially because we have worked with Senate staff to get clear language that licensure efforts and uh, other matters related to autonomous vehicles will not discriminate against people with disabilities. We have a number of issues we're concerned about. One is licensure. One is the technology inside the vehicle and whether it provides non-visual means of accessing the systems in the vehicles. We're still a number of years away from actually having autonomous vehicles on the roads of America, but I can tell you from sitting at the table with the Secretary of Transportation and the leaders in the automobile industry and the technology side of the automobile industry in America that it really is closer than we can even imagine. It's being implemented in vehicles in significant ways already, even as we approach full autonomous vehicles. And there's a lot of work going on to make sure that safety is a primary concern in these vehicles. I had the opportunity to talk with the secretary and leaders in the industry about how we don't want safety or the perception that blind people will be less safe in these vehicles than others to prevent our getting access to this very powerful technology and having a delay that means we have to sit around and wait while everybody else enjoys the benefits of this technology. There's also some interesting technology coming out that's being advanced by a number of people in this space that will alert our smartphones as to the presence of vehicles in the environment, and that's not for blind people. That's really technology for all pedestrians, and I think there are innovative ways that we can help steer that into opportunities for blind people. It seems to me that getting that technology, especially to people who are deafblind, would be a very powerful way to continue to raise expectations and increase their independence in the community. So all that's to say that the Federation is providing some real leadership in autonomous vehicles. There's still a lot of questions to be answered, but I am hopeful about the impact that this technology will have because of the work of the National Federation of the Blind. So thank you to each and every one of you who have put ideas into this mix and continue to stay tuned. We will likely have to do some advocacy as well on the state level as this technology becomes more and more part of the American experience. I do have a few Federation family notes to share with you this month. I regret to inform you of a couple members who have passed away. The first is Dan Piron of our Detroit chapter, who passed away on September 7, 2017. Dan had been a member of ours since the 1980s and could always be counted on to step up and talk to folks about the work of the National Federation of the Blind at every turn. Also regret to inform you that Don Gilmore of Illinois passed away on September 13, 2017. 
Don was an active member of the National Federation of the Blind for over 40 years until his health no longer permitted him to be active. He held many leadership positions in the Federation over the years, and he will certainly be missed by many throughout the Federation. And I urge each of us to keep his wife, Pam, in our thoughts and prayers. While we're on the subject of the Federation family, we should continue to keep our friends in Texas and Florida in our thoughts and prayers as they've dealt with the recent hurricanes. Uh, our members in Texas much more badly impacted by the flooding and Thank you to each and every one of you who have stepped up to provide assistance through our National Federation of the Blind Hurricane Relief Project. Of course, I also urge that we keep our Puerto Rico affiliate in our thoughts and prayers. I have received a message from Alpedio Rolon, our president in Puerto Rico. I have not had the opportunity yet to talk to him directly as you well, no, I'm sure the communications in and out of Puerto Rico are very sparse. I understand that Alpedio is doing well, at least last we heard from him, and we are continuing to try to establish connections so that we can figure out how the Federation can best help our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico. I'm sorry I don't have information for you, specifics for you at this time, we're still trying to evaluate what some of the needs are and make the right connections. And obviously, distance and the situation in Puerto Rico make that very difficult. So continue to keep our brothers and sisters in your thoughts and prayers. You can continue to make contributions to the National Federation of the Blind Hurricane Relief Project. You can send them to the national organization through our website or by sending a contribution to our office here in Baltimore. And we will make sure that those funds are applied to our efforts in Texas, Florida, and when we find out what the needs are, Puerto Rico. I want to share that, of course, the Federation's collective heart goes out to the people of Las Vegas, who this week have been dealing with tragedy there. We believe that none of our members were directly impacted, but we've had a number of our members who have family members who have been first responders in the effort, and of course, you can't help but live there and, and feel some of the impacts. So our heart goes out to our brothers and sisters in Las Vegas and we continue to stand with each and every one of you for the prospect that love will always win out over however you want to characterize what has been experienced there this week and that the work of the National Federation of the Blind is an expression of putting goodness, love, support, togetherness into the community and contributes to making sure that our world is a better place because of our role in it.
In the midst of all that, I do have a joyous piece of Federation family news. I'm pleased to announce that on September 10th, Eric Duffy, who is Director of Access Technology here at the National Federation of the Blind, married Shelley, who has recently become our receptionist here at the National Federation of the Blind. So Eric and Shelley Duffy were wed here at the National Federation of the Blind, our building in the dining room. It was a small ceremony, but a powerful one. I had the honor of being present for it. It was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful ceremony. We wish all the happiness to Eric and Shelley Duffy, the newest married couple of the National Federation of the Blind. We do have a number of fall conventions happening. Many have already happened, and the number is increasing this month. I'm looking forward to going to Georgia and Illinois before we get to the next presidential release, and I'll have a few other conventions after that. A lot of great activities already coming out of our fall conventions, and I know there's many great stories and building to come in the fall. So thank you to each and every one of you for the work you do every day to build the Federation, and I look forward to the stories about the successful fall conventions and Meet the Blind Month activities. Before we get to the customary endings, just a reminder that Every presidential release, we do have customary endings, and so I invite you to send them in. Recordings are great. You can send them via email if you want as well, but recordings, especially of kids, are very popular, and we do the best to make sure the recordings are the best quality we can get. You can send those to Office of the President at nfb.org with the fall conventions coming up, and I know many of our conventions will have young people in them or folks that might have good customary endings, please record them. Send them along. Since it's fall, but it's kind of been a warm fall in many parts of the country, I offer a little customary ending that includes a little bit of summer, a little bit of Halloween, and a little bit of looking forward to the winter. All of this from young people from our Louisiana Bell Academies. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind. Hi, my name is Bryson. I'm from Hamburg, Arkansas. What did the pig say on a summer day? I'm bacon. Hello, my name is Jayla. I'm from New Orleans. Which games do monster children play? Which ones? Hide and shriek. My name is Jordan Young. And I'm from West Monroe. No, no. Who's there? Lettuce. Lettuce who? Lettuce saying it's cold outside. The preceding message was brought to you by Mark Riccobono, President, National Federation of the Blind, Office of the President at nfb.org, 410-659-9314, www.nfb.org. Let's go build the National Federation of the Blind.